Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia, on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com, as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the fame game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and today we're going to be talking about kind of like a a discussion about leadership. So you're probably thinking, oh, Maddie, it's not going to be fun and stuff. Don't worry, we'll make it fun. (laughs) So it'll be really cool. I actually took this quiz on my phone this morning before I came here, and I looked up like a whole bunch of stuff like leadership styles, um, a leadership quiz that I did, and I screenshotted every single one of the questions. So I'll read those off and tell you my result. I think it's really cool, though. And then I'll kind of go into a little bit about like the different leadership styles and then tell you a little bit briefly about how I've been involved with like different things. But to start off with like how I've been involved with different things, I hold a few leadership positions currently right now. Um, I've told you this before. Oh, yeah. And kind of like that little update. I have less than a month before I go to Florida to compete for Miss America's Outstanding Teen. So I am super uber excited about that so very much. And um, that's one of the leadership Um, roles that I hold as being Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen right now. And then I actually took on another job of being the leader for the junior leadership group for Girls Rule. So right now I'm like writing articles, interviewing different girls across the country and mainly right now in the Valley of Arizona. And yeah, so I'm just working with that nonprofit group. So it's very cool because I've known them for about two years, I want to say, two, three years. So it's been very fun working with them and their summits and their different programs. And of course, I would love to work more with the military and things like that. So I'm getting in touch with more local organizations, national organizations. Hopefully I can work with them as well. And I have my own organization, but it's like, it's being established, I should say, but it's called Hearts of Heroes. And it's all about helping children and the active duty military, the veterans, as well as their families. So that's something very cool that I wanted to share with you. But yeah, so I have a few leadership roles there. Um, I'm a student leader at school and I also am a tour guide and I'm currently right now the secretary of student council and I might be on National Honor Society. At least that's what I plan to do. But my main point about that is that no matter what you're doing or if you want to get into any of this, definitely do so. Go out there and do it because it's totally possible. You know, things are always available in school, leadership roles in your school. Even if you ask like your principal, your teacher, whoever it is, they'll be so willing to help you. And then, of course, outside, there are tons of leadership roles, whether that means getting involved with an organization or just volunteering in the community. It's definitely um, really nice to contribute to that, I feel like. So, again, just check out those different leadership roles because there's always something out there. And the reason why I kind of like sparked this idea about like talking about leadership is my mom was actually looking up leadership quotes and I have a few of those too. It comes from Forbes magazine and they have the top 100 leadership quotes. So I'll share a few of those with you. I probably won't share 100 because that'll take me a while and you'll be like, oh my gosh, so many quotes. I love quotes too. If you haven't noticed, sometimes like on Facebook, I post a lot of quotes and um, I've had like quote segments on my show too. And we're going to kind of do a little bit of that today. But yeah, so that's just one of the things that I like. But also the other reason why I wanted to do that too is because 
I think it was about, mm, I'd like to say two years ago now, I went to Patagonia, Arizona, and it's about hmm, a nice five-hour drive, I'd say, from where I'm at, and actually, <laughs> sorry, there are flashes going off in the room because there's like, my mom's taking pictures, and then I wasn't expecting it, it was like right in my eye, you know how that goes sometimes, but we love her anyways, <laughs> But yes, anyways, back to what I was talking about. So it's a nice five-hour drive down to Patagonia, Arizona. It's really nice. It's kind of like um, Prescott kind of area, I'd like to say. Like, at least the feel of it is. It's really nice and cool. And um, yeah, so there's an awesome ranch there that I got to go on. And it's called the Wing Song Leadership Camp. And yeah, the camp. Um It was very cool, though. Very cool going up there. And they actually got to kind of interview us for Disney Channel's Friends for Change. So I was on for the two, like, 30-minute promos that they had for Disney Channel's Friends for Change. And that was all about, like, leadership and anti-bullying, which is always a cool thing I like to share with people because it was such a great opportunity to do that because my school is actually having an essay contest. And then I just, like, you know, submitted an essay because I love writing. And I thought this would be, like, an awesome opportunity. I'd love to go. So I just took a shot at it, and then it was really great. So I had a lot of fun there. And one of the things that we did there was actually doing a leadership exercise. And basically, they drew, like, a giant, like, rose compass. So they had um, north, south, east, west. So simple as that, really. But... They asked us a series of questions and you had to go to like each side of the compass depending on like what your leadership style was and things like that. And I don't remember what what I got. I'd like to say that it was more on the south side, but I'm not really sure because they each had something else that was representing that. But the point of my story is that it was a lot of fun and I got to kind of like learn about my leadership style. And they had us do an exercise after, and you can kind of see it a little bit in the clips of the promos, but they had us each make a poster. They gave us just regular markers and a big sheet of paper, and they're like, okay, work with your group, and this will show how you do it. And it was true, though. Like, our leadership style was like, you know, you got to get the work done, even if it means, you know, maybe not everybody contributes, but you do encourage everybody to be involved with it. It's just like, you have to do that. And then I'm a very like precise person, I feel like. So when it comes to like schoolwork and stuff, I try to like make everything perfect, even though I'm not perfect at all. I just want it to be perfect to me. And that's like the greatest thing I feel about it is that if you can like have your own definition of perfect, then that's great. Because then you're setting up goals for yourself and kind of like a standard for yourself. And I have standards for myself too. So, of course, that's like with schoolwork and stuff. I go crazy because if it's a circle and I'm like, the circle, there's like a dent in the side and I'll like erase it and redo it. It's like I need a compass just to like make a nice circle. Especially in art class, that circle wasn't pretty. I had to make use a compass. And then the compass made a hole in my paper and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting though. But anyways, going into the leadership style quiz. So I just literally Googled um, leadership style quiz on Google. And then, you know, stuff popped up. But the one that I clicked was on psychology today. I think it was dot com, something like that. And it was basically saying, learn more about your leadership style. And I guess that with this leadership quiz, the psychologist Kurt Lewin identified three major leadership styles and You just basically have to take an 18-question quiz, and it'll tell you about your leadership style. So the first question was, I have the final say over decisions made within my group. It was either I let group members make their own decisions most of the time or absolutely. So for me, I don't want to say that I have final say most of the time because I like encouraging other people to, like, give me their ideas. And then together as a group, we can form one final solution. That way, everybody has their own input. But at the same time, like, I'm just, like, a very, like, I don't even know the word for it, but I like to go and, like, process. I like to process everything. So if I have, like, an idea in my head, I have to, like, write it out. I have to make a list of what everybody or what all of our jobs are, what we all need to do by this time. I have an agenda. I'm probably the only one in the class that has an agenda. (laughs) But it works out well for me, so I'm not ashamed at that at all. And... 
Yeah. So I think for this one, I put, I let group members make their own decisions. Um, but again, like I said, if there was like an in-between choice with that one, I'd probably pick that one because I like to have everybody involved. But again, I like to have like ideas too. And then hopefully everybody will be like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then we can all work together to formulate that. But that's not always the case. Sometimes we all have different ideas. So we work with that. And then the second question is, I consider suggestions made by others in the group. And I said most of the time, because of course you want to incorporate their ideas too, but you don't want to leave anybody out. And then all together as a group, like I said, you kind of have to agree on it because it's a bad situation sometimes if you have like group members that aren't with the idea and then they're like, no, it's a bad idea and stuff. But you're like, but then you have to like realize this. So then you all have to like make a giant solution that just works out for everybody. So usually that's very good to do it that way. And then it says, I tell group members what to do, how to do it and when I want it done. And I said, rarely, because I like people to make their own decisions and their own choices and usually if we go over in the beginning like what needs to be done there's really no problem with that at least I haven't had a major problem like that since being in high school and middle school elementary school is kind of like a different story because it's just like posters and stuff like that and you're like oh no the color's all wrong on that poster <laughs> now that's like not the biggest um deal about that it's definitely, you can see the difference. See, see, I'm going on a tangent again, but that's what I do. So like in middle school, like you can see everything transition. Like, of course, I hate to go back all the way to kindergarten, but it's just like that. I know you're like, Maddie, can't go back all the way to kindergarten. But when you're like in kindergarten and stuff and you do like the arts and crafts and you're starting to learn the alphabet and things like that, and then you go up to like elementary school and then you start getting into like these bigger projects where it's like, ooh, poster. And then you put like, I don't know. I did a zebra project once. I took a stuffed animal and taped it on the top of my poster and I said zebra and then it just had like a bunch of stuff there and it was really cool. I thought it was cool at the time. Yeah. But anyways, I'll finish up my story really quick after we come back to break. But let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose and you're listening to The Fame Game. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation about leadership. But also, I was just talking about a story about my whole zebra project. I know, funny times. <laughs> but yes, that was interesting. And I think the reason why I wanted the stuffed animal is just because I wanted to keep it. But my thing to my mom was like, then again, I was eight years old because it was second grade. And I was like, mom, can we go get the zebra? No. Why do you need a zebra? I was like, because I want it. And then she's like, no, you can't just 
happy because you want it i'm like you know what i am doing a project on it though and she's like well i guess so then i just taped it on the top so i still have a picture on the refrigerator you know those black and white pictures that it was just like a photocopy and it's in like this little foam heart that i glued it in i put sparkles everywhere because i still love sparkles oh my gosh but then you can see like me posing with my little zebra so i thought that was funny but anyways the point of the story even though it somehow relates in some way, not really, but you know, I just thought I'd tell it because see, I just go into tangents and then I talk about stuff, but that's the fun thing about it, about having a talk show, talk, you know? (laughs) So that's what I like about it. At least that's what my method is. So we'll just go along with that for now. (laughs) But anyways, so, you know, going into kindergarten, like I was saying, you have like the arts and crafts and stuff and that's always fun. I mean, even being in a high school or now, I still do arts and crafts, and it is still fun. Like, more so, like, art and stuff. I guess I consider that arts and crafts. And I love projects and stuff, too. But then, like I was saying, you go into, like, elementary school, and then you have, like, other projects. Like, you moved into, like, poster projects where you, like, write about somebody or an animal, like zebra, or, you know, different things. And then I think I had, in third grade, it was this box project. It was about seals. I didn't have a seal stuffed animal this time, but it was a box project and I've never done something like that. So each part of the box, so this is a cool project idea for you. You just take a box, of course, just empty it. You, you, you could use any box, really. It doesn't really matter. And then I don't know what you would call it. It's kind of like that mailing, wrapping paper stuff, the brown wrapping paper stuff. I don't know what you call it exactly. It's just the stuff that you put over it to wrap it. <laughs> And you use that and you make it look like it's all like a nice clean box, even though under it may not be because I just I just picked a random box at that time. And then you just tape it up and then you decorate it the way you want and you put each side of information on it in that way. But like I was saying, they just get more challenging and challenging. And then, you know, going into high school, of course, you have more detailed projects where it's like you have all these guidelines and then you're like, you have like one week to complete the project. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I have so many ideas and things like that. But yeah. I honestly, like now thinking about it, I feel like we just randomly got into that conversation (laughs) because I don't quite remember why I brought that up exactly. (laughs) But anyways, see, it's always fun on my show. We're talking about leadership and we're keeping it entertained and I'm telling you about the importance of leadership and stuff. So it's really awesome. But anyways, let me tie it in by saying this. No matter what grade you are in, you can always be a leader of some sort. There we go. We just tied it in. And it's true, though. That is, that is, that's very true. Seriously, though, I mean, like, in our previous um, interview that we had, we had somebody, their son is already volunteering at, like, age five, and I think that's so great because, you know, just encouraging them to be a leader in their community, and hopefully, you know, they'll be able to see that when they grow up, and then be like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to keep doing it, even though, you know, I started at age five, but I'm going to continue doing it through my, like, teenage years and adult life and things like that. So, again, I think it's really good to do that. And there's really – you can be a leader in any way. And I think somebody asked me a question. Maybe it was in my – in an interview or something. But they said, do you believe that leaders are just born or do you think leaders can be formed? And I said, leaders can be formed. I don't think that – Like, yes, there are some people that are born leaders, but at the same time, I realize that people have different interests and different likes, and sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to see what they want to do in life, and I feel like that's dependent upon that. But if they decide that they want to be a leader, either at age five, they can definitely develop the skills to do that, or even if they develop an interest at age 10 or 15 or whatever it may be, they can develop the skills to be a leader. It's just them having the passion to do that and the will to do it and being persistent about it and being compassionate about it. So I definitely do think leaders can be formed. And I honestly think that came from an interview. I feel like that I was asked. That's why it popped up in my head. But that's a cool little tie-in right there. (laughs) So that's really fun. Okay, so on to our next question of our quiz. I know we kind of you know, moved away from the kids for a minute. And I honestly don't know which question we're on because there's no numbers on it. It just goes in order. Just, I just let you know that there's 18 of them. I think we're on, we're on four because I just counted it right now. 
But um, so it says, if a group member makes a mistake, they are reprimanded or punished. And I said, rarely mistakes are a sign that a new strategy is needed. And I feel very strongly about that. There's nothing wrong about making mistakes. I feel like when I'm like working on, let's say an essay, for example, and yes, this ties in with the story this time. At least that's yes. (laughs) So for me, like writing an essay and like going through it, I tell my mom this all the time, or at least that's what I've observed that I do. So I'm just going to keep going along with it because it seems to be working out pretty well with like writing stuff. I just have to like sit down and finish like the rough draft of the essay. There are many times when I like start writing the essay at school and then I'll come home and like redo the entire thing because I don't remember where I was going with it and it wasn't as strong as I thought it would be. And then I have like all these other ideas and I'm like, I can just change it up and it'll be so much better this way and things like that. And then I obviously see that I make some grammar mistakes and things like that. And that is where that ties in. I just need a new strategy. So maybe that means like, yes, being more careful, things like that. I have problems with commas sometimes. So I watch out for that and I make sure I spell check that all. And when I mean spell check and like edit it, it's like hand edited, you know, because sometimes your computers can like they tell me my name is spelled wrong on Word document. (laughs) But to me, I'm like, but my name is Maddie Rose. And it's like M-A-D-D-I-E-R-O-S-E. And then it's like you right click on it because it has that little squiggly underline on it. And then it's like, would you like to add this to the dictionary? So I have to add it to the dictionary all the time. And then it's not wrong anymore. But like I just said, though, sometimes mistakes, and you're always going to make mistakes, but there's always something to do. So, yeah, sometimes new strategies are needed. So, so typically that's what I do when I'm doing a project or some type of assignment or anything. If I find that a new strategy is needed to be used, then I'll definitely go ahead and do that. All right, well, the next question is, I carefully watch group members to be sure they are performing tasks properly. And I said somewhat, I offer guidance if it's needed. I don't feel like I should, like, stare you down to make sure that you're doing the work properly. And these are all coming from, like, the questions on the quiz. I'm not making these up or anything, too. So just to let you know. (laughs) Because I know when I was doing the quiz, I was like, this is, like, really kind of, like, different. But I feel like they're more so looking at the leadership styles with you in a group because many times we can be a leader in a group and that's just kind of how it's formatted I guess on this but I said somewhat like I said I offer guidance it's just like if the advice is needed if it is if not I trust them especially if we've gone over what we need to do and all the guidelines are set in stone and you know teachers they'll give you all the guidelines and everything so it's pretty easy to follow so yeah and then it says question group members need clear rewards and punishments in order to complete tasks and goals and I say that I somewhat agree but at the same time they don't need to be like advised of like oh if you don't do this you're going to be punished or if you do this you're going to be rewarded because all they need to do is just feel involved and committed to the process so that's exactly what the second like um little bubble says so I circled in that bubble and then (laughs) and then the next one is group members are motivated by a need for security and I said somewhat because you feel secure when you do good at something but then at the same time it's just like you want to do good for other reasons as well so I just said somewhat because that's right in the middle and it worked out well (laughs) and then the next question is I accept input from other group members and I said absolutely I allow group members to guide the decision making process because like I said we should all be involved it works out easier that way makes everybody happy and we're good to go all right So I asked for advice from group members when things go wrong. And I said, yes. And I let group members resolve problems of their own. So if there's something we encounter, we all have to work together. And if they encounter something personally, then of course we have to each do what's needed in order to resolve that, make a solution. Okay, well, I feel like we're getting closer to ending this quiz. And then I'll tell you my result. But there's 18 of these questions. And sometimes it feels longer. But I promise there's only 18. (laughs) And I want group members to feel involved and relevant in the decision-making project, process, not project. (laughs) And I said much of the time because, of course, like I said, that's very helpful. And then um, question, when there are problems in the group, I work with group members to arrive at a reasonable solution. And I said oftentimes group members should offer suggestions because, like I said, I feel like when you have a problem, 
it's better to like have people be like, oh no, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do this. And then meet in the happy medium middle of that. And then everything's all right because everybody's happy, satisfied. And then on top of that, your problem's resolved. So it's pretty good. But anyways, let's finish this quiz once again. <laughs> when we take a break, I'm Maddie Rose and you're listening to The Fame Game. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation about this leadership style quiz. We're finally going to finish it up this segment, I hope. (laughs) But that's always the cool part about it. I feel like, yeah, we're on like segment three right now, and I feel like I've just... I don't know. I don't even feel like it's on segment three, but you know, that's cool. (laughs) But the question is, I want to help group members fulfill their potential. And I said, absolutely, because everybody, if they have potential, they should totally live it out to the fullest. And of course it helps too, because if you're actually like using your potential, then your outcome is going to be really great. Okay. Other question. I prefer when decisions are made through group consciousness. And I said, occasionally, because sometimes like you do have that leader that needs to make a decision especially when there's a lot of like varying opinions and then you kind of be like okay this is one option that we're gonna do so like a majority of the group type thing you know because sometimes that's what you need to do because not everybody's gonna have the same opinion so that seems to work out good Alrighty, and it says the other question is big decisions should have the approval of the majority of the group and i said sometimes group members should definitely offer their input so again like my other explanation to that all group members should be included and it's really nice when you kind of have that one like facilitator I like to say because then they kind of like look over the group and they're like all right either we need to do like a majority of the group (laughs) decide on a decision or we need to have like one person decide on a decision or vice versa whatever it may be whatever works because you can't always spend like 
an hour trying to make a decision because sometimes you're like, we only have two hours. You need to finish everything. So, you know, okay. And I think, no, this is not the class question. It almost is though. <laughs> okay. So this one is, I let group members decide what needs to be done and how to do it. And occasionally, because of course, sometimes you have guidelines and you can't necessarily make guidelines of your own. Um, I allow group members to carry out their role with little of my input and they know more about their job than I do. I'm kind of neutral about that because I like to help people and give advice when it's needed. And sometimes you have to work together more so than do it individually. So that's just kind of how it goes. And yeah. Okay. So it says I entrust tasks to other group members. I said often I allow other group members to share the leadership power and then someone. Okay. And then now we got to the results (laughs) and I got for the result. Okay, I'm going to try to say this word. I'm pretty good about pronouncing stuff, but this one's just a little weird. Um, Participative. I did it. (laughs) It was just spelled weird. Participative leadership. Participated leaders accept input from one or more group members when making decisions and solving problems, but the leader retains the final say when choices are made. Group members tend to be encouraged and motivated by this style of leadership. The style of leadership often leads to more effective and accurate decisions since no leaders can be an expert in all areas. Input from group members with specialized knowledge and expertise creates a more complete basis for decision making. So there you have it. I guess that's what the type of leader I am. And I have to say like kind of going off of that and stuff, I feel like that's fair to say because I, it's pretty accurate too. I did answer all the questions honestly and that's good when you're taking like one of those quizzes because then you'll probably get a more accurate result. I don't know what word I said there besides result, but I meant I meant to say result, so that's why I repeated it about like five times now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah. So I'm a participative leader, and the other leadership groups that they have on here is authoritative style. Um, we went over participative style, and they have delegative style as well. So, of course, they're always used in different things and matters and stuff. But I thought I'd go into some quotes because that's always fun to do. Do-do-do. <laughs> so, that's always cool, though. And, like I was saying, it is pretty accurate, though, because I love to work with others in my group. I definitely make that a goal of mine because always I want everybody to feel involved and have a part because I don't want anybody just, like, sitting around, definitely. I want them all to be somewhat involved. But then at the same time, like, when we all have, like, strong, like, ideas, then we have to kind of be, like, maybe we either have to make a decision or something or somebody has to, like, help facilitate that or whatnot. So, yes, that's how it goes usually. But anyways, let's go down to Forbes magazine and we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the 100 best leadership quotes on leadership. I just said leadership quotes on leadership, quotes on leadership. There we go. <laughs> Alrighty. So, so they have quite a few quotes on here. I'm definitely going to pick a few of them. I think it's really cool though that they had this article though. So, it says the first one, I'm just going to do number one because it seems like a good one to start off with. <laughs> so it's a leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say we did it ourselves. And I think that's really a great like life lesson too to go into because so many times like people, they volunteer like selflessly and that's always great because they have like a purpose to fulfill for themselves whether that means that they just want to give back to the community or maybe they just have a passion for it and they want to pursue that passion so this quote to me is kind of like saying that you know sometimes people might not always like recognize your deeds and things like that but it it doesn't matter because as long as it's fulfilling like your goals and your passions for yourself, that's really like how rewarding it is, is because you get that in return and that satisfaction. So when you kind of have that goal fulfilled or you reach that dream of yours, then it's like, well, we did it then because you did it yourself. And, um, you know, with, of course, with the help of others, but you kind of put yourself out there and you did it. So, <laughs> so at least that's how I see it. So it says that um, there's many different ones on here. So I guess that I can just 
pick this one. So number six on here, and you can go on Forbes magazine and look this up too. But anyways, number six is leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. And it's very true because sometimes you have to like step up to the plate, I'd like to say, and then, you know, really get into it and make a plan, a plan of action and take your visions, your ideas and make them a reality and it's kind of funny sometimes because I have a ton of ideas like random ideas like about inventions and things like that and just like the most random things I have ideas about like helping like other organizations and things like that it's like sometimes people are like whoa how are you going to do this all like it's I dream big and that's like I think that's the greatest thing to do so if you have the opportunity to like dream big definitely do it because you know you might not have all the um, resources to do that right now like some of the ideas that I have I probably don't have a, a lot of the resources to do that right now but it's just like a working progress so you kind of have to work your way up there so I like to say that you know whatever your dream is or your goal is it's definitely possible you just have to give it some time and then work at it and then eventually um like the quote says it'll become a reality and then another one is a leader is a dealer in hope. And that is number nine by Napoleon Bonaparte. And um, I really think that's a great like way to look at it though, because a leader, you're really like facilitating hope in some ways, I feel like. And not only that, but being a leader, you're kind of encouraging other people. So that's kind of where that hope comes in. Like, even if you don't see it yourself, the impact that you give to somebody else is so much more. And I think that's the great thing about like being a leader, volunteering, and then um, like, you know, just doing good deeds. Like even like we were saying, you know, just something as simple as like a nice word to somebody. Because even if you're being nice to them and maybe they're having a bad day, and you're that one nice person that just kind of like made it a little bit better because you weren't hard to deal with or anything like that. So it's just nice to look at it that way sometimes in perspective. So that's really good. And there's another one, number 11, and it's a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. So kind of being a leader, sometimes that means that you have to kind of like get that knowledge first and obtain it. And then once you have that knowledge and you know where to go, then you do it and you go that way and then eventually in turn you'll be able to help somebody else out whether that's with their dream or goal or maybe just simply giving them advice and that's always a cool thing to do and then um let's see going down the list a hundred's a lot definitely and I can tell too and this is a funny way of looking at it but you know on iPhones and stuff how they have that little scroll bar scroll bar at the side of the phone at the right side my scroll bar is so tiny and that's how you can tell you have a lot too, which is kind of funny, but you know, mm -hmm. okay. So there's also doo -doo 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 -doo, just going down. Okay. I like this one. Number 25 is leadership is influential, influential, influence, influential. I'm having trouble speaking today a little bit and <laughs> I have these days, you know, it's just what we do sometimes, but I like that one. It's short and simple and sweet, and it gets to the point because it is influential. Look at that. See, I'm not having any trouble with that word anymore. Don't know why I was having trouble with it. I guess it's today's just like tongue-tied day. But anyways, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to the day. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's finish up our segment with another conversation about leadership. So, again, I was just doing the quotes and stuff. The last one that we did is leadership is influential. And I can say influential nicely now. Again, it was like a tongue-tied time, so I had to get through that. (laughs) But anyways, you know, everybody does that, so no worries. But yes, so then just talking more about leadership, I just kind of want to go like into the importance of leadership and stuff. So I just think that it's really great. You know, obviously we need leaders. And one of the quotes in there, I believe, like just like briefly skimming off of it, it was we need leaders because leaders can drive people motivation wise and they can also offer encouragement and it's kind of like that way too when you like look at somebody whether that means like something that you want to do or you're thinking about doing a career like I want to be a child psychologist and yes I'm keeping wanting to be a child psychologist I didn't change it again because I did that for a while I was like I want to be an entertainment lawyer and yes I'm going off into another tangent but let's see where this one goes It's always fun. But yeah, so I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer and this somehow makes like ties in. It does. It does. (laughs) Anyways, I was talking about careers and leaders. So yes, the careers that I was looking at. So at first, well, I guess I can trace it a little bit back too because apparently I went all the way back to kindergarten today to talk about like projects and stuff, which is pretty cool. It was like a blast from the past. (laughs) But um, I know what was it second grade I looked in a book and it was okay I will share you this funny thing I think I mentioned this before I probably might have not but I don't know so there's a book in there is a letter that says open in 2016 so I haven't opened it yet because it's not 2016 yet but you know that's self-explanatory but it's a letter from our parents and a letter from our second grade selves and I look at all my handwriting and the first thing I think is I had really bad bad handwriting at that time So yes, I had bad handwriting at the time, in my opinion. And then I looked at it and I said, what would you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a veterinarian. And I, and I think it's really nice to help animals and stuff. Like I'm a dog lover. I'm allergic to cats, unfortunately. So I'm sorry if you have a cat, I'm just allergic to them. Um, but I think it's great that people want to be veterinarians and stuff like that. And then like translating to like middle school, like eighth grade, more like I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. And then I wanted to do um, something else. And then after that, I came to this where I wanted to be a child psychologist minoring in broadcast journalism. And the the biggest thing that I get all the time is, um, you know, broadcast journalism and psychology are two different totally like fields, things like that. But then, you know, what my answer is to that. And I love being asked that question because it just gives me time to kind of like discuss how I feel about that and then like why I got into it so I've been doing media and then with the radio I've been doing it for about three years now it's definitely helped me a lot and it's just interesting to me I like doing it it's fun and I don't want to move away from the media either so 
then I guess that like the psychology part of it, I've always been like really big, like even though I'm like I wanted, oh, that's what the other thing that I wanted to be. I wanted to be a forensic psychologist and then my vocal teacher, I know my vocal teacher, but she's actually a psychologist too. And she told me, you know what that entails, right? And we talked about this before too. Like, you know, you have to deal with like blood and things like that. And I've passed out at the side of my own blood too. So that's, you know, it doesn't really help me out there. So she's like, maybe you should, um, like if you really like psychology and I was like, yeah, I want to be a psychologist. She's like, you might want to like maybe look at the different fields of psychology because there are so many fields that you can do of psychology, you know, even like narrowing down like child psychology, I looked that up today too, out of like curiosity because I was on psychology.com and they said that on there you could do um, like, of course it's child psychology so it ranges from like infants to like toddlers and all that good stuff to like children and then teens and adolescents and stuff so I was like, oh, that's so cool. So, you know, yes, I'm very interested in doing that though. So like I was just saying, no matter the career choice that you pick, um, you'll definitely be a leader in some which way. And I feel like that's how kind of we figure out what we want to be is through that because we see other people and they do that. And then you're like, oh, I want to try that out. I want to be that when I grow up. And then after that, it's like, all right, I'll do that. And then of course, you know, sometimes we do that whole switch around thing where it's like, I want to do this and then I want to do that and then that and that. And sometimes it might take a few tries. I'm just glad that I'm like kind of venturing out on what I want to be. So I think child psychology will work for me because I think that'll be great to help the kids and stuff. So yay. (laughs) And then, you know, like I was saying about the importance of leadership, it's just, there's so many roles that leadership takes in life. You know, being a leader can help so many people. It can impact people. And then like, you can just encourage so many like I was saying with that, but not only just like the encouraging part about that, but your impact is so much more than like one individual. It can be like a group of people spanned out to like an entire population. So really that's just like how to do that. And then like to kind of like end this segment before I do my song of the week. Um, one of the things I'm just going to finish up that funny story. So I was looking in that book and stuff And there's a poem in there and it says, if I could change the world, I would change this. And each line had something else. And okay, so for at the time, I don't know why, I guess like I had a misconception about Olive Garden at that time in second grade. I don't know. So it said that if I could get rid of one thing in the world, it would like everybody was doing like, oh, stomach aches, things like that. And I was like, Olive Garden, like, I don't understand. I love Olive Garden's fettuccine Alfredo now. And their salad is so good. And I look back at that and I'm like, did I have like a misconception about Olive Garden? Like, did I think it was actually a garden full of olives? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But anyways, you know, it was fun. It was cool. So it's nice. But yeah, so that's always good and things like that. But you know what I mean? So, hmm. I mean, it, it it's just an important subject to me too, I think, like going into leadership and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's been a big part of my life is to be a leader in some way. Like, I like to be a leader in some way. And then, of course, with, like, doing everything that I do now. Like, I so genuinely enjoy it so very much. So, that's just kind of, like, what I like to do. So, that's pretty cool. But anyways, we have to end this segment, I know, and end the show. But I'll be back next week, I promise. I promise. (laughs) But we have a song of the week. It's by Bruno Mars. And thanks so much for joining us, though. You have been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Thanks for listening again, and we will be with you again next week. Bye.
again for listening to the fame game on the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network live wherever you go on iphone blackberry or android Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.